Hello, this is Matt Slick from the Matt Slick Live podcast, where I defend the Christian faith and lay out our foundations of the truth of God's Word. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Robber, stop, thief! Robber, stop, thief! Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. God robbers today <laughs> on the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, today's Christian Car Guy Show, God robbers. And uh, if you were listening closely, you heard that Stop Thief. That was actually me uh, with a little cartoon music there. But then it was Stop Thief by Too Much Saturn. And then Stop in the Name of Love by, of course, Diana Ross. So when you hear that again in the bump hymns, I want you to think of it. This is actually God speaking to you, Scott. He's saying, stop in the name of love before you break my heart. What is he asking you to stop? God robbing, that's what we're talking about. So the basic premise, actually, of the Jesus labor love, which is why Scott's here with us today, the Jesus labor love, car repair labor for single moms, widows, families in crisis across the country. It's one of the ministries of the Christian Car Guy Show. We get so many opportunities to help folks. It's amazing. But here's a challenge. Here's where you rob God. If no one is humble enough to ask for help, right? Right. Then that ministry, no ministry, you rob God of a chance to help. I mean, that's that's the basic premise of God robbers. Of course, we're going to dig deeper. You may be robbing God more than you think. We're going to talk about and I know I am. I'm just going to talk for myself if nobody else, right? And so as you might guess, Today's show is brought to you actually for the first time ever in the history of the Christian Car Guy Show. We're going to have a triple threat. It's three Hebrew letters put together, and it spells Shuva, and it's a shin, a vav, and a resh. And when you put those three letters together, you might hear that sound, Shuva, and think, oh, that sounds a little familiar. Here's the way it does. Because Jesus' name in Hebrew is Yeshua. You've probably heard that. Well, if you put a shin and a vav in a that, that, that just like we're talking about with a reish, that shuva, excuse me, not reish, ayin, a shin, a vav, and an ayin, when you put those three together like that, that says help. Because the word Jesus means salvation, and so here comes this yud at the front of help, and you get light that's going to help you, and that's what Jesus does, right? That's his sort of, you know, his name is the, is the Savior, okay? And, and so the idea of him being the Savior can only work if 
you ask for help. <laughs> you know, write down your own salvation. In other words, those people who don't accept that gift, those people who don't ask for it, right? They don't get no help because they never humbled themselves to think, oh, I really need God. Well, you know, there you go. So there, there's the idea, right? But here's how it was taught to me oh so well. And, and years ago, I was, you may have heard the story, I was healed from cancer. God miraculously healed me beautifully by a pastor that came and prayed over me, anointed me with oil. It was God that healed me. I understand that. And then when I finished my last chemotherapy treatment, we celebrated by going to the Jeep Jamboree, and I was crushed between two Jeeps. <laughs> and, I, and as a result of that, I was in a wheelchair for a couple of years. Wow. And my house, as it was, had this deck at the time that was probably, you know, 20 feet off the ground. Well, if you got a deck that high in order to have a wheelchair ramp to get out, it it takes a wheelchair ramp that's extremely long, like maybe over 100 yards or something to get or the— steep. Right. Well, you can't have it steep. I mean, that's against the law. They, they won't get oh, a really? permit to put it on your house if, oh. if it's too steep. And, and so in order to run it out to where it was legal, it, it was long. Yeah. Uh, of course— and I just gave up on the thought because it seemed too expensive and all this stuff. It was just beyond my means. But, of course, you know, my wife shared the prayer request at our Sunday school class and all that. Well, one day I'm sitting out there and, man, it was like an army shows up at my house. Wow. And it was literally I'm, – I'm sure there were 20 or 30 from my Sunday school class – with several trucks full of lumber and this, that, and the other, and I just watched as they just built the most amazing wheelchair ramp off this huge deck that I had. I couldn't even believe what they were doing, but what it enabled me to do was to get it in and out of the house without having to crawl down the steps on my rear end. It was, you know, I used to have to just kind of go down a step at a time, and it hurt because my leg was in bad shape, you know, but, it was, yeah. but now I had this, like, unbelievable, like, man, and so I'm standing out there, and I'm overwhelmed because I'm a baby Christian at this point in time, and I don't understand why people would be this nice to me that don't really know me all that well. You're right. And, and my Cam, the Sunday school teacher, comes out there and says these words that are stuck in my soul that I'll never, ever forget. I said, man, what did I ever do for you guys to do such a thing for me? It's unbelievable. They wouldn't let me pay them. They're nothing. Mm. Right? Yeah. And he said, Robbie, we would do it so for so many more people but they never ask us and they rob us mm. of the blessing. Oh, yeah. Thus being a God robber. So just think about it. If your son or daughter was desperate for money and they couldn't take their child to the emergency room for the fear of the cost and they did not call you and ask for help, would you feel like they robbed you? I, I mean, would you feel like, oh, man, I, this is a rip. I mean, I, I would have had... I just can't believe this happened, that I didn't get a chance to not do this. Well, stop in the name of love before you break God's heart, right? you got to say, I need help, man. I do not understand. And so the more I understand and study Habakkuk's prayer, not that I understand that I'll ever understand it all, but, you know, the book of Habakkuk essentially is a prayer, and he's talking to God. And the more I look at this verse 2, the more it brings this understanding of the idea of Shuvah to my mind. Because when he says, oh, Lord, how shall I, how long, how long shall I cry and thou will not hear? Even cry out unto thee of violence and thou will not save. Well, this verse, I think, 
it's got the whole voice of mankind in general's question to God that implies he doesn't care. Like, where are you, God? Like, where, you know, I need you. <laughs> and, and, you know, it's fascinating because Habakkuk himself knows that God is going to reprove him. In fact, if you look at the second verse of the second chapter, actually first verse of the second chapter, he, he, he tells him, you know, God, I know you're going to reprove me on this. He knows he's wrong. And, and then comes the classic verse in chapter 2, which really helps us understand what God is getting at with all this. And what he says is, Behold, the soul of him which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. In other words, you're so puffed up, and I'm talking about me, Robbie Dillmore, I'm so puffed up, <laughs> okay, that my soul is not upright in me. But if I live by faith that God is the one that really can help me, and God is what I really need in all so many circumstances, then I don't rob God. Otherwise, I'm a God robber, mm. right? You, you, you see what I'm talking about? So how the real issue is my heart. Like, my heart, like, I know this all intellectually all too well at this point. I've, God's been teaching it to me, okay? But it's one thing to know in your head, and it's another thing for your heart to cry out, oh, God, I need help, because, of course, you're, my heart quite often thinks you got this, Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you know, the beautiful thing is Romans ten seventeen, right? It says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. In other words, the more I study, the more I pray, the more I spend time with God, especially with his word, and those words get in my heart, you see, then all of a sudden I begin to understand God's heart, and God's heart is that to help. God's heart is that to care. God's heart is that to listen. Sometimes he says no because he knows what's best for me. Sometimes he's going to do things in my family's life that I don't think are right. But if I really have faith, then don't I understand? His timing is perfect. Everything's going to happen according to what exactly he wants, et cetera, et cetera. And, and so with all that in mind, right, you know, how blessed are we, Scott, that every day we get a chance um, to work with these folks who have, right, humbled yeah. themselves yes. and, and called and asked for help. And, you know, you can share a story or two along those lines. Yeah, absolutely. We are abundantly blessed. Um, I, I hear so many testimonies er, every single day. Um, lately, we've been uh, branching out west. Uh, talked to somebody from Tucson, Arizona this week. Um uh, um, Utah. Um, you know, that's interesting because, you know, Linda in Tucson was the lady who needed the car for the homeless gentleman. Mm -hmm. and, and that led to the lady in Colorado that, that, that was struggling. And so, you know, so many cool things are oh, yeah. happening as, as people are asking for help. And, and so when you think about your own, when did you not ask for help? When do you did you ask for help? We'd love to hear your story, your testimony. 866-348-7884. This is the Truth Network.
think it all over. God robbers today on the Christian Car Guy show. And this, you know, the, the callers make this show for me. And I'm so excited because I have Wendy, who is in North Carolina. Wendy, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning. How are you guys doing? We are wonderful. I'm excited to hear what you have. Fabulous. I'm so thankful to um, get to speak with you this morning, and I've been hearing you talking about Scripture and hearing you talking about Bible verses, and I'm excited because the Lord sometimes just puts things together, you know, in such a neat way. Um, he gave me a verse this morning. It's Psalm 46.1, and it says, God is my refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. And the reason... It's so neat that he gave me that verse. I knew I was going to call you. I knew I was going to say thank you. Just to give a little background, you guys have done so much work on my sad little car <laughs> that is still just putting along. I'm so thankful for it. Um, but you guys have just been faithful over and over again when it has needed stuff. It's leaked. It's needed um, a new battery. It's needed just all sorts of things. And you guys have helped repeatedly. And I heard you talking about you know, folks being being willing to reach out and ask for help and, and you guys just seizing that opportunity really to help. And it, it makes me think of you guys really as the hands and feet of the Lord. Um, specifically when that verse came to me, it was in my morning devotion, and I was like, that's perfect. That is exactly, you know, God working through them to be that ever-present help. Um, so thank you guys so much for everything you've done for me and, and my son. I'm a single mom, and um, you guys yeah. have just been there time and time again, so I really, really appreciate that. And you know, Wendy, we're like you said, we're just the middlemen. I mean, it's kind of a neat thing to be where you know, like, you know, God provides for you guys through so many different people donate to the ministry, and Scott donates his time, and all these different things. That that is just an absolutely beautiful, amazing thing. But it doesn't work if if the people never ask for help. And I love that you put that verse in your heart. It's clear that you can, that you feel that, that he is our ever present help. And, and and I think that's why it's so critical that we look at scripture because our our hearts don't necessarily (laughs) lean that way with all the circumstances of our day. Right. It's, it's just, it, 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 it's a beautiful thing as he, as he grows our faith and, and, um, and, and so I, I commend you on all sorts of levels. Number one, uh, that, that you asked for help originally, but it takes great courage. People, you know, if you ever called into a radio show, I'll never forget the first time I ever called in. I, I'm not a natural, like, love to be on the radio kind of person. I was terrified. I was calling into Stu, Stu Epperson's Truth Talk Live. This was years ago. And I remember sitting on hold going, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I know the courage uh, the, for which that takes, Wendy, and I am so grateful because I know there are many people out there that are wondering, should they call and ask for help? Should I? Right. Right. And, and yeah. then it, you can see that it's just an amazing thing when, when Yeshua does what Yeshua, you know, wants to do, which is help us, right? Yeah. 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 That's definitely it's true. It's so faithful. It does take a lot of courage. And, and for people like you, Wendy, that do listen and call in it really does help um validate and make us appreciate 
you know, the time that we spend because a lot of people are not that comfortable. And so you speak for them, and we really do appreciate it. And, you know, to get up early and listen, it means a lot. There you go. God bless you, Wendy. Thank you so much. Oh, oh, we're so grateful for you. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks, Wendy. Bye-bye. So, you know, it's get up early. (laughs) Now, Scott, what time do you get up in the morning? Well, since I work at night, I oh, I hadn't thought about that. You, this probably is early for my you. My dog actually gets me up about six thirty, and then I try to lay it back down till about nine nine thirty. But I get it. Okay, so I hadn't even thought about it. There's a lot the, of folks that work second on shirt. On weekends, I get shift. up at six. So okay, all right. But I was thinking early. <laughs> it's ten o'clock. <laughs> but no, it's not for people that work other shifts. And my daughter, you know, she's a nurse, and for years she worked on the. Um, uh, graveyard yeah well at baptist hospital and on the oncology floor and you know it's a hard place because oh, yeah a lot of people are you know taking their last breath unfortunately and, and it's late at night and your your, your days are messed up you know mm, that you yeah. can't sleep 12 hour shifts yeah it, it's hard things so my heart goes out to all those that, that are working those shifts and, and and a lot of times you know a lot of people hear this show at four or five in the morning because it'll play on different stations at different mm. times oh, yeah. um, that that you won't know that that's what's, you know, and those people are actually call in or they'll email me or, or something and they say, I listen every morning at 4.30. And I, man, I, you know, people deliver the newspaper, right? They're out there riding around and they're listening. And so I'm, I'm so grateful for every single one that and has the opportunity to do that. And so, uh, interestingly... Right, I can see we got needs for cars. I mean, that's one of the places a lot of people have had the courage to ask for help, and it stretches my faith, honestly, <laughs> um, that that God's going to provide that. You know, as as people call in, and I had a wonderful um, donor in Ohio that was going to donate this car, and I'm still trying to accommodate how to get it here. Um, and you know, it's one of those things that. Or I, you, you deal with these folks that are on this list all the time, Scott. So what does that feel like to you? Well, you're right. We do need some cars. And um, what happens a lot is people will text me or call me every so many weeks just to see if, if, if their magic number has come up. And, and I just let them know that uh, we just really never know, but keep praying because even if you're third or fourth on the list a lot of times when we do get a vehicle um right the other people have dropped have off right absolutely and so that could happen so we're going to be a lot we're going to be back with a lot more of your stories we hope you got to call us 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH when's the time you didn't rob God. Maybe when's the time you did? How did that work out? 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. This is the Truth Network. Robber, stop, thief. Robber, stop, thief. Yeah. 
God robbers today on the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Like, what a what a fascinating concept of us being robbing God of the blessing or robbing somebody else of the blessing. You know, when we really need help, but you know, we don't ask for it. And I realize it takes great humility on our part to realize that we don't necessarily have what it takes to to help ourselves in a lot of circumstances. But it's kind of cool. You know, we had talked about that that the today's show is brought to you by the triple threat Hebrew letter Shuva, right? Which is a a shin and a vav and an ayin. And the idea of that, like to the Jews, when you give alms to the poor, it's Shuva. In other words, you're giving help, right? And I don't know about you, but if somebody starts off a conversation with Robbie, can you help me? You know, you just immediately you realize the humility of what they just said. Mm-hmm. And it's our natural, like, if you love me, you're going to obey my, you know, if you love somebody, you naturally want to help them. And so it, I hate to think of how many opportunities I've missed out on um, for something that really God would have loved to see somebody help me with or for him to help me with. But it's, you know, like that old joke about, you know, the guy that was in the flood and, you know, he he was like, God, why didn't you save me? Well, I sent, a, you know, a boat. I sent a helicopter. You know, you may know the joke. It's, yeah. Um, and, and, and that's kind of the deal, right, that those things are things that happen. And here at the Christian Car Guy Show, we have the Jesus Labor Love and, and – you know, it, it operates because people have the humility to ask for help. And then there are people who give the shuva. In mm-hmm. other words, there's there's people that, that hear Jesus and say, yeah, I'm going to step up. I'm going to pray for that. I, I'm going to provide that, what, whatever that might look like. And, and so occasionally, Scott, we have one like like the gentleman in Ohio that, that's going to give us the car. I need somebody to or a couple people are willing to go up Ohio and get it somehow mm, right. because, and get it down here because unfortunately we don't have any needs or fortunately, however that works in Ohio or the, the repair facilities up there to fix it, to get it in somebody's hands. So it all works out that God's going to, God's going to make that happen. But I just also want to make you aware that the Christian car guy show is now available on YouTube, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, whichever, whichever social media you like, um, if you go to Christian Car Guy or you go to even my Facebook, my personal page, Robbie Dillmore, you can see there we stream now live. Mm. And, and so the show's on. If you're wondering what Scott looked like, if you wonder what Robbie really mm. looks like, does Robbie actually read a script at times, all those things? Yeah, I do. I, I have things that 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 I want to say according to a certain way that I feel like God's put it on my heart. And in, in those cases, I write out some things. And, and so if you wonder what that looks like or or what it might look like to actually be in the truth booth with the Christian car guy and that kind of thing, you can go to your Facebook, you can go to Twitter, YouTube, wherever you want to go, and either Robbie Dillmore or the Christian car guy. And, and then, you know, do us a favor. If you'll subscribe or all those things, they all help out the ministry in all so many different ways because, you know, the whole idea is that we, I'm sure that God wants more people like you to be able to listen and call in with your stories, right? The show operates, in my view, on testimony. Yep. In other words, that's the oil that makes the Christian car guy car go. It's your stories, how God worked in your life. When people tune in to hear the show, I know I hear it in time and again, man, I heard this woman that talked about how big God's hands were. You remember that? 
If you heard that, I'll never, ever forget it as long yeah. as I live. Or, or the man that called in from the wheelchair that, 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 you know, said that Jesus took the wheel in his car. In other words, all these stories through the years are the oil that makes this car show. I mean, that makes this car go, which means that somebody has to have the courage, mm-hmm. right, to dial 866-348-7884 and say, yeah, here's my story. Here's, here's where I didn't have what it, you know, the, the, the deal to, to call in and ask for help. So I have another story, actually. It, it's, it, it started on the, um, uh, my, with my own son. And, and here's a piece of advice that I think most teenage deaths in cars, you know, are distracted driving undoubtedly. But the second one is that what happens is they go off the side of the road and then they panic and they jerk the steering wheel hard to get back onto the road right. and immediately flip the car as Absolutely. it pops the curb or it pops the shoulder, whatever that looks like. And, or sometimes they go into oncoming traffic. It, it, either way, when you pull that wheel hard yep. and you're not used to driving, it's not a good situation. And so with my own children, I spent a lot of time letting them practice, letting them go off the road on purpose and, and easy does it. And my son knew quite well that you don't even you're better off going in the ditch right than mm-hmm. jerking the the wheel in and he hadn't been driving two weeks mm. and he went around a curve in the rain went off the road and rather than do what his dad had clearly pointed out to him might get him killed he let the car drift off into the ditch right and there he was stuck in the ditch not hurt the car wasn't hurt right who's the first person he called for Shuva, in other words, Dad, and and I, I, I've often said of all my phone calls from all my kids and all the different things, my favorite ones are always when they call me and ask for help because so what is it telling you? They trust my heart. Absolutely. They 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 know that I'm not going to say now that was stupid, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to say, man, what can I do? You know that that my heart is. How can I help you? You know exactly. what can I do right this minute? And and so. I say all that to say, well, number one, don't pull the car back on the road because we don't want anybody to get hurt. But also, you know, who who does your heart trust? Like when your ox is in the ditch, yeah, you, you put up that prayer, but then there's also people in your life or maybe there's not people in your life that, that you can call and, and ask for help. Or I bet you, it's just my guess, there's a bunch of people you could call and ask for help that you don't know you could. Right. <laughs> I'll just bet you there is because, you know, there's a lot of those people, you know, clearly in my life. I, I bet you there's some in yours too, right, Scott? Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep, yep. Absolutely. Just made me think about that James Taylor song. Just call out my name. <laughs> right. And you know wherever I am. Yeah. And so it's interesting that we both have a dear friend yep. named Grant. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a tree fell on his truck. Yeah. A- and this poor man has had a struggle. He was hurt tragically in an automobile accident when he was young. And he has struggled with, you know, issues ever since with mental capacity and those kind of things. And, and keeping jobs and all that stuff because of the results of that car accident. But he had this car. It was perfectly suited for him. And, man, lo and behold, 
this tree in the, in the wind and stuff that we had in North Carolina falls on his car. And he's one of the people that we actually need a car for, right? Yeah, absolutely. A- and so I called him the next day because, you know, he had texted his band of brothers and said, man, this car fell down my head. And he didn't say anything about, you know, Robbie, can you help me get a car? He, he was just letting me know that he was okay. And I was like, well, so Grant, what's your next move? What are you going to do? And he goes, well, I, I, I got to get my stuff out of the truck because they've, they've taken it over to a yard and I don't know who's going to do that. And, and my mind started to go and, oh man, I got 40 things today. I just, you know, I'm trying to figure out how I can help Grant. And here, you know, it was fascinating. I don't know if you know this story, Grant, uh, Scott, but all of a sudden God just put art. One of Grant's favorite people in the world is art. And I said, Grant, have you called art? Oh, I hadn't thought about it. Well, of course, Art jumped at the shop, and, and, and next thing you know, he took Grant everywhere he needed to go, and maybe you know this, um, but who, you know, we, he didn't know. You know, there was a guy just standing there ready, willing, and able to help him, but he's not necessarily the first person that comes to your mind, right? Yeah. So you were, I thought you were going to, but that's okay. The, the, the situation with Grant is, you know, here's a poor guy. You know, he didn't have liability insurance. I asked him, did you have comprehensive? Because comprehensive, would, a tree falls on your truck yeah. too. Didn't have that either. You know, trying to save every last dollar, which is another point that I would make, is when you get insurance, even if you don't carry comprehensive, and I understand that. I mean, even if you don't carry collision, and I understand that because collision's expensive, you might ask your agent, or Geico, or whoever you're dealing with, how much is comprehensive? Because comprehensive is usually not another five, six, seven, ten dollars a month. And oh my goodness, had he had that, right? When that tree fell on his car, you know, he he would have coverage. So what's the difference between comprehensive and collision? Well, collision is you know somebody runs into your car, or you run into somebody's car, so you've had a collision. Mm-hmm. Comprehensive actually covers you if you hit a deer. Mm-hmm. Or, or you know, comprehensive is, is something more like, which, again, I'm not an insurance agent. You can call Bill Mixon. But mm-hmm. it, it, it covers your car in all sorts of other circumstances that are a little bit above and beyond your control. Um, you know, and, and one of those is if a tree falls on it, brush out the windshield, those kind of things. I've had those kind of comprehensive claims. And, and thank goodness on cars I didn't have collisions. So we'll be right back. But we need your calls. 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth. We'll be right back. This is the Truth Network. Robber, stop, beat. Robber, stop, beat. God robbers today on the Christian Car Guys show. We're so glad that you have tuned in today. And it's Jesus Labor Love Week. So, you know, it's amazing to hear these stories about how God has come to several people's rescue. But we got Anani, Anonymous, and they're here in North Carolina. <laughs> so, Anani, you're on the Christian Car Guys show. I'm so grateful that you called in today and you, you got a story for us. Yes, I heard your other caller, and I thought, I need to call in, but I was trying to decide which story to share, and one of them is one time I was discouraged in my Christian life of 
not being able to share the gospel with people and the failures, you know, the way they can get us down. So I just prayed that day that God would send somebody for me to share the gospel with. And so I was working in my yard, and I live on a busy road, and somebody drove up and turned into the lower driveway, and she told me she had seen a dog that was loose. So I started walking up and down, uh, helping her look for this dog so we could see if we could find out who the dog belonged to. And anyway, we found the owner and got the dog back safely inside. And as we were walking back to her car, I started talking to her and I uh, invited her to my church. And as we shared a little bit, she started telling me that she was dating someone she had no business dating and that I was the third person that God had sent to her to tell her, you know, to turn to him, to that she needed to um, stop this relationship she was in and turn to the Lord. So uh, after she left, I was just so encouraged and praising God that he delivered somebody right to my door <laughs> when I expected to, you know, not see anyone while working out in my yard. But he answers our prayers in so many ways. In the last few days, I'd listened to um, Jay Johns, whom I'd heard on Truth right. Talk Radio before. He's got such a witty way of saying things. And he said, when we pray, things happen. When we don't, they don't. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to share true. a passage in Psalm 28, uh, verse 6 to the end of the chapter. It says um, very beautifully in there, there's a portion that says, My heart trusts in him and I am helped. And kind of with your point today that it's when we pray, when we trust in him, that's when I'm helped, that I have to call on him. I have to trust in him. So maybe you can share those verses on 28, 6 to the end of the chapter. They're truly a blessing for anyone who has time to read those. Uh, they completely are. And I just let me just highlight what you said at the very beginning. Um, that you prayed that God would send somebody you could share with. And, and interestingly, if, if you go back and look at my old, old posts at ChristianCarGuy.com, I had a friend. His name was Lester. And, and Lester was in his late 80s when I began my, to know him. And that was his prayer every single day. I mean, there was not a day that went by that Lester did not pray God send me somebody that I, and he had, he didn't have one story. He had thousands. <laughs> he, God had sent him person after person after person after person because he was so faithful that he got such a kick out of sharing his own story, uh, which he was a recovered alcoholic, um, that God had taken him out of that and actually used to beat his wife and all sorts of stuff that, that, um, that God had saved him from, that he loved to share that story with anybody that would listen, and God sent him people. Uh, wow. and, and the end of that Lester story is he also always said, whenever I saw Lester, he would say, I'm prayed up, packed up, and ready to go. That was his favorite things to say. Well, I got a call the day he went into the hospital that he passed away, and, and, and 
it was his son that called me because his wife was out of town, and I rushed to the hospital, and they're wheeling Lester and the gurney into the operating room where actually he would pass away moments later. Mm. And if you've ever seen somebody who's having a heart attack, they're in phenomenal pain. But Lester had this great big smile that he always had, by the way. He's a great big man. And so as they're reeling him down in front of me, he's smiling. He looks at me. He pulls his mask off his face and says, Robbie, I'm prayed up, packed up, and ready to go. And to my knowledge, those were Lester's last words. Wow. What a story. And that man was just like how inspiring, right? Yeah. And he, he he was a truck driver, just an ordinary guy, prayed like up, packed up and ready to. But go. he was he was prayed up, packed up and ready to go. One of my favorite people of all time. Um, there was a chair that he always sat in in at our Christian Business Men's Committee meeting, and we always leave that chair empty because it's like Elijah's chair. It's Lester's chair because <laughs> you know he's greatly missed the table until we meet again, right, Anani? Yes, absolutely. I can see why he's so missed and and still inspiring people. Yeah, yeah. His story lives on if 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 we share those things, right? If we keep God's testimonies, it's it's a blessing. I am so. You brought so many things to my mind today with your story. I am so grateful that you called in to share, and God bless you and keep up those prayers. You challenge me today. I need to I need to be praying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back and look at Psalm 28 again, too. You have a great day. Thanks for the call. God bless. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Right? Yeah, wow. <laughs> I, I, love, I love that. And, and, you know, Lester always challenged me. Uh, he, was an, he, he was just an amazing man. Yeah. And, and, and interestingly, here's a side note. Lester's wife, Lucille, hmm. Is going to be 101 in about two months, and she stays at the at the nursing home at Somerset where I do the devotions. And so every once in a while, she she doesn't have the energy to come into the devotion anymore. But if I go down the hall and poke in my head, there she is, mm-hmm. Lucille. And and um, yeah, you know it's an amazing thing that that she you know has ended up in my life for all these years after Esther Lester's Lester's went on to his graduation so you got a few minutes to call in and oh you can see how it would bless us if you had a story 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share 866-348-7884 we love 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 to hear your stories and so as we are, are wrapping up this idea about God robbers, right? Right. That, again, it's a really personal thing. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, one of the things I, I hope that you have that time that you spend with God, it's really a kind of a neat thing to do a little inventory. Yeah. Like, God, what, what am I not, what is on my heart that I really haven't, you know, brought you in, Ellen. Mm-hmm. You know, but Robbie, that last caller reminded me of some situations where things didn't quite go the way I wanted them to, and God put someone in my life or a situation that I was not even thinking about, and it turned out to be so beneficial. 
And ever since that happened, and, and it, it well, ha- can you give us the details? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, one of my part-time jobs, in fact, one of them that I'm going to today, where I work ball games for Wake Forest and do races and concerts and stuff. Um, I was put in a situation, and I was uh, complaining to myself. I went over and said a quick prayer, God, to give me a good attitude, and I had the time of my life and met some people and got to witness, and it's happened so many times. So when things are not the way we think they're going to be. It's time to dial that, 1-800-GOD, or tune in to WGOD, whichever way it works. Well, we're so grateful for you turning into your radio station today. They're so blessed that so many stations carry the show. We are so grateful to all of them. We're certainly grateful to you listening. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, got it all done in 33 years. (laughs) And don't forget, call God. Call God. This is the Truth Network.